Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We haven't talked to you since the uh, Florida game. What was so? What did you guys do so you know, Ira, you know, early in the game, we just, you know, we just made some critical mistakes. And, you know, sometimes you make mistakes and you, you get the ball down and go to the next play. You know, those mistakes turn into touchdowns. You know, whether it was, you know, one guy, whether it was a group of guys. And, you know, guys wanted so much to play so well, you know, they're early in the game. But, you know, just proud of the overall fight. You know, obviously we gave up way too many plays, um, too many points. Um, but did enough to, you know, win the game in the end. But um, definitely... You know, it was more of there were a few things that we adjusted, but for the most part, it was just to refocus on what was important, how we needed to play certain sets. Were the mistakes early communication for the most part? No, no, more just, you know, biting on actions that, you know, your keys told them not to, or, you know, I could have done a better job with them too. And, you know, just things that we probably should have had doubled, they became one on ones, and then even the one on one wasn't great with the technique. So that was a big part of it. Out of the locker room in the second half, were you guys more aggressive with the approach of the defense? And if so, how do you balance when to be versus when not to be? Yeah, I mean, there's a plan and there's a reaction to what the initial plan was. There's all those things constantly in a game. You know, our, we're just trying to make sure we get stop after stop after stop. And, you know, we everything we call is to try to do that. Um, you know, we had Jamie at boundary safety for a little bit, you know, and try to use him to the best we could, but he was in a little bit different spot, you know. And then on third down, just with the with the guys we had out there, we made sure that, you know, we tried to just maximize the guys we had out there in different spots. We had a little bit more coverage grouping. Greedy and Kevin were out there together uh, for the first time. So just tried to play to the strengths of the guys that we had. Um, and then, you know, in the second half, tried to play it a little bit more of regardless of the strengths, just who I knew that we were, you know, and our guys responded. They, you know, we do what we had to do to win the game, but definitely want to play better. How has Shaheen grown in real time this year? Just, I mean, he came out of camp and, you know, last year Pac played a bunch for us. He, he was in Shaheen's role, you know, coming out of camp, Pac had a good camp. Uh, I thought Shai had a, had a better camp, but I thought the investment in him was going to be worth it. Um, that came at Pac's expense. You know, Shai got all of his reps this year. And, you know, I thought it was worth the investment. Uh, obviously, Friday night, he played the most plays he played, and he made some mistakes early, but we saw the benefits of the whole year. And, I mean, he's going to be a really good player in our football program. He already is. You know, but to see him make some of those range plays he made and, you know, our safeties, they're going to make plays in the run game. They're going to blitz. They're going to overlap. They're going to be in man coverage. They're going to do a little bit of everything. 
Um, but, you know, I thought he really made the most um, of his opportunity Friday night. When Pac did get in there, it seemed like he knew what to do. Like he's obviously been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. How well, Ira, part of winning football is, you know, when you get to the next guy, whether that's the third guy or the fifth, whatever that is at any position. You know, we saw with Pat Payton early this year. You know, he was playing a little bit, but then he got thrust in a role because of injuries uh, and because he was playing well, and that created more of a role. You know, you know, Pac's played winning football here, um, and just you, know, you just can't play them all all the time. His opportunity came, and he was ready for it, and came out there and made some critical plays in the fourth quarter to help us win the football game. What is uh, Jamie Robinson just meant to you as a coach, and meant to this defense overall? I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's been really impactful, Court. You know, we've identified. It's funny you're going back now and watching. You know, just film to educate you on what you saw, what's real, what isn't, that helps you evaluate in the future. And, you know, Jamie's everything I hoped he was from a player. I mean, he was a guy that never played really safety. You know, he was a nickel at South Carolina. So, I mean, you know, when we moved him, it was just because, okay, I've watched this kid play enough. Like, he'll answer a lot of things back there. And just, he's done a lot for us. And he's been pretty unselfish through it all. You know, of just, Jamie, I need you to go do this. Yes, I need you to do this. Has it been perfect? No. but. Most of my relationships with great players isn't always perfect, you know what I mean? Because you're going to try to help them get where they want to go, which means they have to do some things that they don't really want to do, but they know they have to do. And it's our job to help them get there. So, you know, he's come a long ways. Um, his attitude's been tremendous. Um, and he's just, he's meant a lot to me just to see his individual growth and see how much that means to his mom and his family. When you guys were looking at the portal, like how, how big is that conversation? Like, you know, coach, you position codes and like how like how many people are involved it's not super organized the way it's set up now not for our staff but just nationally i mean there's certain dates guys can go in there's certain dates they can't go in and then there's constant word of mouth of this guy and so it's really like we're all at the front line and you know the minute a position coach watch somebody you know but sometimes i watch them first sometimes mike did and mike hits me up or i hit mike up or then i go to the position coaches you know what i mean or it's somebody on offense saying hey this is a db or me saying hey i got a wide out and it's just it's just being super organized and it goes back to just the fundamentals of our staff we work really hard and we don't like to fail and we're going to do everything we can every day to try to make sure that we're seeing as many guys as possible and just making sure you're organized. And you know, I think the hiring of Derek Ray has helped um, because it's offered you another um, group of eyes that see it the way we do. And so add them to the mix, which is more manpower. You just got to make sure it's all organized and you're all looking for the same thing. Um, and you're ready to, you know, because this thing moves really fast. And the only way to move fast is to make sure you do the work because it's always about evaluating before it's about recruiting. You know, if it's, if it's the other way, you're going to make mistakes. Easier to recruit a kid or to, to talk to a guy like Fabian or Jared and talk about their NFL prospects and you know guide them and give them the information on what's here and what could be your culture. You know, I don't understand your question. Is it easier to talk to a recruit or talk to our Just current in terms players? Of like the amount of emotional sort of capital you have to invest in either getting a kid to come here or try to convince a kid like Jared or Jamie to stick around. Yeah, I don't ever convince a guy to stay here. And when he asks me, I won't even tell him what to do. I'll just tell him what we can provide, you know, because, you know, there's different levels of what people want and what they're looking for and what they're willing to sacrifice to get where they want to go, you know. And so I, I learned as a coach early on when it comes to those next steps, I'm going to provide the information, provide this is what we're going to give to you. This is how I'm going to provide for you and what we're going to give to you out of our own. 
but when it comes down to those decisions, that, that, that's on them individually. Um, you know, and then the recruiting part, you know, it's just, it's offered, now we have proof, you know, that we, we're going to evaluate and we're going to put you in positions. And, um, you know, so, but it's constant for sure. When you go into the portal season, um, which is what we're calling it now, the portal season, two years ago, I imagine you just, you needed bodies. You needed people that could come play, not that, not to denigrate the people that did come, but now are you more honed in on we need a need here, we need a need here, we need a need here. Is it a different approach going into I don't know if the approach is different, but what you're looking for is a little bit different. Listen, we, Obviously, we're going to graduate some spots. We're deeper at certain spots than we are at other spots. Yeah, you know, and so I think you're looking for some more specifics instead of, you know, listen, we don't have this at all, you know. But you know, every year it's a little bit different, Corey. So, I mean, I just think the numbers where you're at in your 85 will tell you how broad of a scope you have. Um, so, you know, right now, you know, I feel pretty specific about what we look for right now. You brought up having proof when you're talking to how much has that changed the conversations here in the last three months? Well, I mean, it's just, you know, as you win in this college football scope, this has always been a brand school. Um, so people always like the logo. But now, you know, just a lot of our games are on prime time and they're on and people watch them. And so now the conversations of, Coach, I saw how 10 played or I saw how 5 played or 11 or 4, you know what I mean? And they're using examples, which I don't have to set up a Zoom to show them. Right now it's, you know, you got lead-ins a little bit more, you know, but at the end of the day, you still got to prove it to each individual, you know, of, of what the fit is and how this thing's going to look for them. How, how much are you seeing from Tay Woody since you guys got him on? Uh, not a lot yet, you know, just, you know, I've had three or four sit-downs with him just to try to tell him the things that I think he can direct his focus on. Uh, but, you know, right now he's unblockable in his mind. So <laughs> we'll just keep keep working with him. The, the young defensive linemen you guys have, not all of them got a ton of playing time, some did. Yeah. But you got, you know, Josh, I think, had the most tackles for loss of any freshman in the conference. Pat was defensive rookie of the year. How excited are you about those young defensive linemen? Yeah, re really excited. You know, they played for a reason. I already made a statement. I mean, Josh played against Louisville, and it did not look like the Josh Farmer that we know we would have. But that's part of it. You know, you, you hope you get the program replaced that you don't have to see those growth examples in game time. You go through it out here, you know. But sometimes your program gets depleted in a way that those guys are going to play and they're going to learn through failure and success. And you know, we've had the ability. You know, I thought Daniel Lyons probably in other years could have played some more, uh, but now we've held him and now he's got a bowl game to be able to help us in. Uh, same thing with Omar Graham. You know, they've played three. Now we've got them a fourth, and now they get to go get an experience and get to go practice for four or five weeks to knowing they get a chance to have a role, you know, whatever that role that's going to be. Um, so, you know, and a, we played a lot of freshmen around here, you know, and the ones that played usually deserve to play, but some guys were forced into action. Um, but it's just, it's good to be able to have it and the system's in place now, but the work is constant. Have a good one. Thank you, Adam. Good guys. Thank you all.